What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another exciting episode of Switch Talk, the perfectly pocket-sized podcast where we talk about this hybrid console that has stolen our hearts and minds, the Nintendo Switch. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Happy holidays to you. We're coming up to an exciting time. Um, the Poke fans are finally getting their due. We have on our hands here Pokemon Let's Go, both the Eevee and Pikachu edition to talk about today, and we're super psyched. I mean, I think we're all Pokemon fans here. I am joined by my illustrious co-hosts, Clay Howard and David Jones, and uh, they're going to enlighten us with their thoughts on the game. I want to thank every single person that tunes in to the YouTube and uh, subscribes to us and watches the show. Um, it means so much to us. Thank you so much for sticking with us, and uh, we're very excited. Long story short, people, this game has me, and I didn't think it was going to have me as much as it would. A lot of people are waiting for Gen 8, but this Pokemon Yellow remake hybrid like has the Pokemon Go mobile game mechanics thing. It was a long shot, but overall I would say it succeeded. I'm going to throw it over to uh, Clay. What do you think, Clay? What's this, what's this game like? Yeah, I mean, I heard my friend describe it this way, and I think it's a pretty good way of describing it. It's, I think it's the perfect middle ground for the hardcore fans and maybe the uh, new new fans of Pokemon that have maybe you know jumped jumped in in the last couple of years, or maybe might just be completely new to the series altogether. And so, uh, and I, I mostly agree with that. I mean, I'm sure there's even more hardcore fans that maybe it's not for, but someone like me who's played since you know Pokemon Red. Um, it, you know, it's perfect. I have a great time. I'm loving it so far. Uh, I've put about 16 hours in, I think. And, uh, yeah, me and my wife both got a copy, one each. She got Eevee, I got Pikachu, and, uh, we've been playing nonstop. It's been great. I'm loving it. So. You sent me a picture of you guys playing side by side, which I think is great. And it's not something that I think came to mind when we were talking about, you know, what was important to hit, but it's definitely bringing people together. The accessibility of the game is going to bring it like to be a new Pokemon fan or a young person getting my hands on this. I'd be blown away. I mean, it's just, I think it's a great entry in the series and yeah it was so cool to see you and your wife playing and you having both copies so you can do you know the trading or whatever you guys are gonna do you yeah. know, to collect them all so that's great david what's yeah. what do you think david <laughs> um just so i was kind of really pessimistic uh, going into the game and i think a lot of my criticizations and worries i have i i still stand by a lot of that but i'd like to just sort of preface everything that I say about this game in this episode is that I have logged 20 hours in two days and I haven't really stopped playing. <laughs> so it is still really, really fun. But I do think that there are a lot of really frustrating flaws with the game that kind of make me upset a little bit. Mm. And it's kind of like I don't understand some of it. Um, but in particular, I mean, we'll get into this a little more uh, deeper later. The way that the controls are locked entirely different between handheld and docked I found really frustrating and makes no sense because it's there you know they they made a control scheme and then not have it available in dock mode is really bizarre and um, some of the Pokemon Go mechanics I'm not a massive fan of but some of the other new things I am a big fan of some of the stuff legitimately makes it more enjoyable like random encounters Pokemon box in your hands stuff like that so 
I think it's kind of a mixed bag, but on the other hand, it's finally Pokemon on my TV, my giant TV and surround sound, and I can sit on the couch and play Pokemon like I've wanted to for the last 20 years. So yeah. that is really cool. Yeah, it's definitely an yeah. interesting move, them going mm-hmm. with this, you know, remake with this, uh, you know, obviously working hand in hand with the Go app, which has become really popular with the mobile crowd, the people who've latched onto that. It's just interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I thought about what would happen if this game would have come out year one, you know, like when, because I think the mobile game is, I'm sure it's still hot, but you know, the popularity is going to wane over time, just like anything. Uh, but I think that it was a good move. Having it on the Switch, I agree, is gr- is great. So the idea of remaking a classic and going backwards in a sense, but updating with the new mechanics, I think largely uh, works. Um, the way that it goes is you are doing a kind of a... There are story elements that are very similar to those original games. So when you look back at Yellow and you have the same characters, same map, um, the original 151 Pokemon are what we're working with here. And you're capturing Pokemon with a simple either motion control, simple throw or time button press. And it's extremely simple. You see the Pokemon in the world and they are to scale or, you know, they're definitely trying to make it appear like the large Pokemon are large in the map. And it's very impressive to see. Um, but you are able to control which Pokemon you are uh, encountering instead of doing a random encounter where there's nothing on the map. You're walking through grass and all of a sudden there's a Zubat. Mm-hmm. So this is like a huge change. How you're capturing Pokemon again, simple. Um, and then the battling returns to the classic. Usually it's 1v1. Uh, you know, four uh, attacks and evolutions and things like that. All very standard. Um, One thing I couldn't shake about the thing was how much I enjoyed the Pokeball. So we, did we all get it, David? Did you get it? Me and Clay have the ball. I did. I got it. So we're all rocking our little peripheral that God knows what we're going to do after the game uh, is done (laughs) with. But it works very well. It feels good in the hand. It has sounds of every pokemon cry that comes from it when you're uh capturing um the the lights and sounds are is just great it's a little joystick is what it is uh and you can play the whole game moving the little joystick on the ball and then you can literally motion control kind of like fling it a little bit flick it forward and use it i think it works except when sometimes when you're capturing pokemon just like in the mobile game they're kind of moving around a little bit Mm -hmm. and it's hard to judge um the trick is to make sure that the part of the pokeball that separates the red and the white there's like a line and i figured out that if that line is kind of horizontal to the ground with you that's when the pokeball feels it's letting you know this is how you're supposed to hold it overall i would say it works what do you think about the controls the pokeball and just the way that you're capturing clay uh, I know for me, um, I don't know, everybody doesn't like the motion controls. I haven't heard really anybody who likes it. Uh, my wife gets frustrated with it. Uh, it seems a little bit easier with the Pokeball. Uh, I also played with the Joy-Con a little bit and I was struggling a little more. But, I mean, you can throw to the left and the right, but it really is, is just easiest to throw it straight on. Um, but it'll randomly just not be accurate sometimes. Um, I like the Pokeball. I thought it was actually pretty cool. At first, I wasn't sure how I thought about it. And then as I played more, I started to appreciate it a little bit more. Every now and then, it's frustrating when you're you're trying to press down on the or press 
press in the joystick, but you accidentally press down or up in that process. So that gets a little frustrating. And then uh, it took me a while to figure out how to get into my Pokebox because you have to press Y. And uh, <laughs> come to find out with the with the Pokeball, you have to use the motion in it to press Y. You have to and shake so, it, right? That's the shake, third button. Yeah. It's like shaking. And I, ball. It took me a while. To, I, yeah. My wife had to like Google it for me because I could not figure it out. And I was like, "There's got to be a way." I couldn't figure it out. But yeah, they uh, don't update the UI for you at all when you have the Pokemon. Right, Pokeball. which is which is weird. There's you no instructions that, in the box. Yeah, the, the instructions are worthless. Uh, I, I, when I first got the game, I went to the uh, Joy-Con Connect screen on the main menu to try to connect my Pokeball, but it turns out you just literally need to go into the game, and then from there it, it connects, which it was really easy. If you just go straight into the game, it's really easy to connect. Um, so at first I was a little uh, skeptical. I wasn't sure. The whole one-handed controls thing was weird, uh, but now it's, it's super chill, and... Uh, I like it. Uh, uh, minus the uh, motion throwing, I, I I like using the little pokeball and only having to use one hand. It's kind of cool. What do you think, Dave? Um, I think the pokeball is trash. <gasps> trash. Oh my! You don't appreciate <laughs> it at all. Doesn't uh, add I, anything. I play. For you? I started the playing it with that, and then as soon as I transferred my Mew to it, I've put it on my shelf and See, never he touched didn't even, it again. He didn't even give it a shot, Tony. He literally. Yeah. Just, it, no. It's. It was such a frustrating experience having to shake it to open a menu, accidentally moving down, and you're trying to click, and then if you hold it the wrong way, which I move my arm hands around a lot when I play. If you get it positioned the wrong way, there's no way to know without visually looking at your hand if you're holding it the right way. And I would often get oh, the Pokeball no. turned around in my hand and end up going the wrong way. He's not wrong. to move your eyes down? That's so tough. Yeah, no, he's it's not wrong. Designed. He's not yeah, wrong. No, like, he's not. So I, he's I, not. Went to, I, I just went to the single Joy-Con, which it took me a little bit getting used to it doing with one hand. So right now, um, I sort of do kind of a hybrid. Sometimes I'll play it with one hand. And I found that what I like best is actually holding a single Joy-Con with two hands, have, and doing it in my left hand with my thumbstick, and then have my right hand hit the buttons. Um, or just play it entirely with my left hand. I don't like playing it with my right hand at all. Um, so it's I, like one of those other two. I think that's... But, uh, well, yeah, move, I, I, it's the best in handheld, for sure, of control-wise. Unfortunately, it's the emotion... It's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, it's... It, and it's kind of frustrating that we're all like the most exciting thing about this game for me is finally being able to play Pokemon on the TV, and then to sort of limit your control options to have the best control scheme be available in only handheld mode. I was slightly infuriating. It's like, come on, let us play it the way we want. You've built in the mechanics to have us play it with these controls. Why not let us use them when we're docked as well? And I can't really see any logic behind that other than they just think they know best like this is the way, best way we want you to play even we've, we've seen not. a streak of that in nintendo yeah. especially lately it's, it's kind of frustrating um, um the, what do you the think about random encounters are, um random encounters i actually like that i think that's an improvement so the lack um, of I, random encounters you like yeah lack of land random encounters i like being able to not run into a battle if i don't want a pokemon or if i don't want to fight because honestly, in the old game, I would run half the time anyway. So now it just saves me that time of running if I didn't want to be in a battle, which I, which you would end up doing quite a bit when going through those caves and whatnot when you're just trying to go through. So to me, being able to see them it means that you can get into the battle y that you want when you want it, and just and it feels more realistic too. So I actually 
I was a little bit skeptical at first, but I think that's a major improvement to the enjoyment of the game and definitely kept me from getting frustrated and stopping. Like, I felt like I would not have played all through the day if I had random encounters. That's, um, it's one of the yeah. top things that I see people complain about, like that they're wary of the lack of random encounters. What did you think about it, Clay? Yeah, I'm with Dave completely. I, I think it's, it's an improvement. I get some people think that that is like a staple in a Pokemon game to have that. And uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's something in the future you could turn on and off. But I'm with Dave. I think it's nice to be able to choose when you want to battle. And if you don't want, you can just dodge and work your way through. Uh, there's been plenty of times where I'm like about to leave an area. And then on the corner of my eye, I'm like, is that a Mr. Mime? And I'll <laughs> run back in and I'll grab him real quick. Whereas yeah. I probably wouldn't have, you know, it was an area I was backtracking through. I probably wouldn't have waited around in the, in the grass look, fighting Weedrills or whatever. I would have just kept <laughs> moving. But I saw it, Mr. Mime and I went back and got yep. him. I wouldn't have got that otherwise. It's a good way to know what Pokemon are in the area without having to, like, you know, dig through your Pokedex, too. Which is I, really cool. I totally agree. Yeah. It, 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 to all those people who are wary about it. You will not miss it. It's more of a JRPG thing that I think you can do without, and they've successfully created something that's better. I think it's it's three things. You can see the Pokemon and be excited that you actually see them in the world. And then also you get a little bit of experience for capturing Pokemon, uh, which is surprising and I thought was great. It's like a little incentive. Mm -hmm. And then apparently later you can do the kind of Pokemon Go like from the mobile game, if you get duplicates, they're worth something. You can send them off and turn them into candies, and and it's it's giving you an incentive to keep doing it. And and it's quick. If you're in, you're out um, when you're capturing. So I yeah I, I like it. I did liked it a I, lot I, more than I thought I would. I I do want to comment comment though that while I do so that I do like lack of random battles. I do wish the old capture mechanic was in place. Like I think a hybrid of the two, like the old battling Pokemon with the no random encounters i think that would be the best way to do it mm-hmm. yeah yeah it just feels well because of the motion controls too some of them just feel frustrating and just luck and completely random whether you get them or not and it just feels less special when you catch a pokemon if you can just catch like a hundred at once and it makes i think grinding a little bit too easy and i'm honestly how i'm playing the game i'm not catching a ton of pokemon and i'm getting most of my experience from random battles just because one, because I don't like the motion controls, and I think it'll make the game too easy. Because seeing how much experience you get from capturing Pokemon seems a little bit excessive. You do get so, a lot. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just kind of playing mainly from if I really want to catch something, I'll catch it. I want to make sure I fill up my Pokédex, so I'm catching everything in the area to get my entries. If I need to cut, maybe sometimes two of some of them that I know that I'll need, but I'm not like catching like ten Pidgeys just to like <laughs> just, yeah. just for the sake of it. It's and then I'm just doing every battle. And so far, it's actually worked out pretty well. I haven't gotten to the point where the battles are too hard, but it also it feels a little bit more challenging than I think it would be if I just went and captured everything and maxed out all my Pokemon right away. What did so, you think about d- the ba- the other side of the coin mm-hmm. now, battling Clay? Like, what do you think about how that goes? Uh, battling seems fine. Seems like it, it normally is. I mean, obviously, they simplified maybe a little bit. Uh, I, I've played uh, X and Y, and I've played uh, Sun and Moon, so uh, I don't know. It, it's a little bit different, but not much. I mean, it, it pretty much feels like the old games to me. Yeah, yeah. The, the battling itself isn't much different. Um, what does seem to be different is um, when Pokemon learn moves. Like, for example, Pikachu learns Thunder at, like, level 30 instead of, like, level 50. So they mm. seem to learn their more powerful moves sooner. 
It's interesting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. uh, You can look online, they've already data mined it all out, and you can compare it to Sun and Moon, and they learn significantly less moves, and they learn their most powerful moves sooner, and... uh, and let's go mm. as compared to Sun and Moon. I, so I that seems, that. yeah, that seems to be the biggest way that it's dumbed down is that they give you the good stuff sooner. Whereas in Sun and Moon, you would have to work a lot harder to get the most powerful moves. Again, it's a misconception that if you're mm. not randomly encountering Pokemon and kind of quote unquote fighting them as you go, they, there's going to be less battle action. And there's not. There are trainers in the world, again, that you approach, or if you're in their line of sight, they automatically initiate a battle. And they're everywhere. I would say that the game is like a 40 40 20 split. 40% I was capturing, 40% I was battling, 20% I was mm-hmm. talking to NPCs and, and traversing the world. And I think it ended up being a good mix, and I had plenty to do, and nothing overstayed its welcome. The battles are. I ended up increasing the tech speed and turning off battle animations to kind of get a little bit more through the game and it speeds it up a tick and I and I like that. Um, it was always something with the game that I thought was odd even way back in the original where it's, it's like a little too much text. Like every time you go and heal your Pokemon, they say, okay, thanks for coming. And then another line of text saying, see you next time. You know, it's just a little bit more um, than I would like. But a lot of quality of life changes here. I, I was saying that the map feels condensed. like Because I'm, I've been playing actually the original Yellow uh, recently, right before the game came out. And it feels like the map is condensed in a way or scaled in a way where you're not wasting a lot of time walking through towns. Like the buildings seem compact. As soon as you get out of the city right away, it's like, okay, Pokemon are right there to catch. I felt like it took less time to run around. Part of that is the no random encounters. But I feel like everything was scaled in a way to make quality of life better and make the the game move at a faster clip. Um, I think you walk faster and your character is sort of bigger in comparison to the buildings than it was in Red and Blue. So that probably contributes to it as well. Yeah. Did you guys particularly like the look of it i've seen some complaints about that i'm in love with how just how the pokemon look the art style that was chosen what did you guys think who wants to go on that yeah i'll take it uh yeah i've seen a lot of people complaining for some reason i think it looks freaking beautiful I, I'm um, like beautiful yeah i i mean yeah it could they could probably have gone even like in a more detailed higher graphic uh look but i mean it's still got that cartoony look but it i don't know but it still looks hd i think the lines are crisp i think Mm -hmm. the art is good i i mean i just get excited every time i see a new pokemon because it's like oh that's what they look like in this game and it just i don't know it looks really good uh i don't i don't understand why people are complaining i think it still has a somewhat cartoony and fun look to it but it, it still re- retains all of its its stuff. Tony, the fact that you turned off fighting animations is kind of blasphemy. To temporarily. Yeah, that, that temporarily me, that just to sad. get a little bit more through the game. <laughs> I don't need to see leech seeds like three little plants come yes, up. Yes, you do. Yeah. play Pokemon Every Blue. time. I was just temporary. I'm going to turn them back on. I just wanted to see okay. more of the chunk of Fair the game. Enough. Fair enough. Um, Tech speed, so though, say- that needs an ultra speed. Mm-hmm. Anyway, keep going. Dave. Uh, real quick on the art style, I think why people might be complaining is I do think Sun and Moon looks better. <gasps> not like, okay, but not by, obviously the resolution's a lot better, but I mean just the general aesthetic feel and the way the characters are proportioned. I think it's a bit better in Sun and Moon, but it still looks good and it's still better than X and Y and every other previous Pokemon game, so it's not much of a complaint, really. I think they tried to make it look a little bit like the anime, 
And I think they were trying to look for kind of a hybrid style between the game and the anime with uh, Let's Go. And that's why it looks a little bit different and maybe not quite as um, sort of artistic and aesthetically pleasing as Sun and Moon would. Because if you've ever seen Sun and Moon running in high def on like an emulator, which don't, <laughs> don't piracy, but it looks it looks freaking fantastic. It's really hamstrung by uh, the 240p screen of the 3DS, and I think yeah. a lot of people were hoping that that's what they would get, and instead they kind of got a little bit different of an art style, which I think is fine. They both look good, but I understand the preference to that other art style as well. I agree. There, I couldn't yeah. put my finger on it. I just kept looking at stuff and loving the look. Mm-hmm. I think it's something about it being a hybrid of the like, kind of like the mobile app art style. But yes, the anime that we, you know, everyone loves the show. Yeah. Um, it just looks like that, and I love it. I was very impressed by the transition between the overworld and battles like for some reason there's just this added visual flair these colors come in the 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 enemy like pops in and then the background like shows up and it's just like it's great the the camera angle changes here and there not as much as i would like like in a pokemon stadium but you do see some you know angles change and things like that the the actual attacks some of them are great seismic toss you go zoom out and there's the world and your pokemon flies all the way up in a slam down like some of those are great and i can't wait to see more moves like you were saying um i think it overall was great there's some i kind of feel like it's a little bit of a spoiler like there's some of the battle transitions that are just like whoa they like change artistic style i don't know if you guys know which one i'm talking about but it's just great there's a lot of attention to detail graphically and i love the style that they chose um Going back to quality of life really quick, you guys were talking about, and this is something I didn't even think about, about the Pokebox and all that stuff. Clay, what was that about you were mentioning? Yeah, yeah. So uh, in previous games, if you wanted to switch out Pokemon into your party, you had to go to a Pokestop, go to a computer, and switch out. Or, you know, and if, if you wanted to trade Pokemon with somebody online, you had to go to the Poke Center. Now all of this can be done wherever you're at in the game. You can you can switch Pokemon out. You can, uh, if, if one faints and you, and you get back to, you know, walking around, you could get rid of that Pokemon and put another one in. All this stuff, it, it saves you these multiple trips back and forth to the Poke Stop or the Poke Center or whatever if you don't need to. And so... At first, it was kind of weirded me out. I'm like, wait, I can do everything on my person, but that's just what they did, and they, and they decided to kind of streamline that a little bit, which like I was totally about because it saved me multiple trips, you know. And and my wife, who likes to play, where she wants to keep all of her Pokemon that she likes at the same level, she can switch out her party, or if she only wants to power up like three Pokemon, she can take everybody out of her party, but three and then do them and then switch back before she fights a trainer you know it gives you a little bit more freedom to to change out pokemon and stuff on, on a whim which is which is kind of cool i like it i think it's it's C- nice correct me if i'm wrong but was there shared experience after every battle or capture or after every battle in the original yellow because right now if you win a battle you get experience for every pokemon that has actually participated so if you switch between two it says that they get like you know 45 experience whatever it is each um and then i think you get a little bit more if it's just one pokemon fighting but then it also says your party is leveling up again every that was not a thing in that was not a thing in yellow huge quality of life improvement you don't have to have your whole you know five pokemon team 
sitting there lifeless and not growing and switch them out and having to like play like mm -hmm. four times as much grinding um i thought that was wonderful and my biggest my biggest thing that i think about all the time is okay do i want to level this person do i want them in the team getting that drip 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 of experience as mm -hmm. i go it's interesting um david i wanted to to ask you was there anything that you didn't like about the game that we didn't touch because you had a lot of complaints and you shared some but anything else um i think i've 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 uh, went over most of my made the major flaws there's some general feelings that i'll probably get into near right near the end mm, uh, but yeah about just how all these things can kind of contribute in a way but it's mainly the mainly the controls uh the catch and the catch mechanic i think are the two big um, issues and that and it's not really new I guess did it's, you find it's the, very nostalgia based did you find the game um, how'd you find the difficulty level of the game because again it's, um, it's fine for me but I'm making it purposely difficult for myself because I'm not really um, grinding for candy if you just catch a ton of Pokemon supercharge all your Pokemon with candy and get constant catching experience it'll be super easy like right now I'm just catching what I need and battling every trainer I see, sort of like more to like a like how I would play a traditional Pokemon game, and it's still it's not it's still difficult in places, but it's still a lot of battles are still pretty easy. So I can only imagine what this game would be if I was grinding all those candies and catching everything in sight just for fun. Like I imagine this game would be super um, easy to just blow through without losing a right. single battle. As is right now, I think I've lost two or three battles. Okay. Just, just because I think Lieutenant Surge, just my team wasn't very at that point wasn't very good against Electric, so I lost to him one or two times, and that's been it. How about you, Clay? Okay. All right. So I got a couple thoughts. Uh, first thing I did, uh, a lot of what I was hearing was that uh, Pikachu and Eevee were kind of overpowered, uh, you know, being the the title characters. And so basically, what I did was I I used Pikachu for a little bit, and then I basically put him on the sidelines. He uh, still rides on my shoulder, but he is not in my party, and so he, he's gotten way behind. So I thought maybe that would um, help me make it a little more challenging for me. Uh, I noticed my wife kept Eevee in, and like not even a quarter of the way through the game, there's this character that you meet at a Poke Center that can help you uh, equip these moves for Eevee. And you can basically, I don't know if this is a spoiler, get, you know, a move of a water move, a fire move, and a lightning move. And uh, totally, I think you have all those for free, yeah. for, for no reason. And you can literally have one type of move for each of your moves on Eevee. And just, I feel like from that point out, you're like super OP. Yeah. And nobody can touch you. You're Another prepared. thing I did as well, I actually boxed my Pikachu, caught another Pikachu, and I've been using that one instead. You nice. cannot evolve your starter main yeah. Pokemon, your respective Eevee or Pikachu, and yeah. Um, yeah, that's. I'd rather play with a normal one that I that's not completely OP and that I can evolve to Raichu like a normal starter. To me, right. having a starter that doesn't evolve isn't as fun, just because I'm used to doing that. So now with Dave was talking about uh, 
you know, turning your Pokemon over to Professor Oak uh, turns them into candy, and then you can use that to upgrade their individual stat points. And I will say real quickly before I hand it back to you, uh, I agree, David, that I understand why you didn't do that, but I actually kind of like that about this game because mm. it uh, normally I don't really pay attention to stat points in, in Pokemon games. I'm just like, okay, I got a, I got a Pikachu and it's good, but some people are like, no, I'm going to keep catching Pikachu until I find one with good blah 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 stat um but in this one it's like all right if i want to make my bulbasaur really good at special attacks i give him a lot of candy but then i make my Mankey really really quick by giving him all these candies so i think it's kind of a fun way to customize your pokemon without mm -hmm. having to like grind catching them and then finding one with the with the big points that you need so i don't know i, I agree with dave that it probably makes it a little too easy because you can just keep buffing up your your pokemon but i think it's cool that you can at least you know beef them yeah. up in certain areas i think if they keep the candy like that they have to make you get less experience from catching them because it's like yeah. it's not even just that so when you're just catching all those pokemon you're also getting tons of experience points Right. So that plus candy just makes leveling up way too quick and like you just go out to a field and do that for like an hour and you can just decimate the game. Yeah. <laughs> which I don't think which I don't think is is a little bit I think they need to balance it a little bit better if they're going to keep the candy. Which so the candy itself I don't have an issue with. It's just how easy it is to get, I guess. Fair enough. Clay hit on it, and I think it's a big positive, a big plus that your Pokemon that you've chosen, Eevee or Pikachu, will ride on your shoulder. And you can also pick one of any Pokemon that you've captured to run around the overview, and you're like a little trio running around. You've seen, I'm sure, clips online of some of the more larger, impressive Pokemon that run alongside of you. You can ride some. It's a visually interesting thing to happen and it encourages that experimentation and just I think it's a plus you can also pet your character with motion controls it's whatever I hear that it does make a little bit of a difference in certain ways my Pokemon has given me like items and things for being happy because I've paid attention to it but overall it's a it, it's a little gimmicky and it's but it's good in a way um I think we can close it up I think We'll just do our ratings, again, just on a five-star. Um, I think Pokemon Let's Go deserves a four out of five, and that's a solid. I think it impressed me a lot more with its gameplay and the mix of old and new than I thought it would. It's a fairly easy game, but at the same time, it's enjoyable the way, all the way through. It's some. It's a game that I'm going to complete. There's this draw to catch them all that hits you again like I didn't think that it would. Uh, I don't, I, you won't miss lack of random encounters. The way that you capture Pokemon, the way you're battling Pokemon, it all just works. I think it is skewed more toward a younger audience and supposed to be more accessible. But overall, 4 out of 5 for me. Nice. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's a great game. I think it's awesome. If you played uh, the originals, red, blue, or yellow, uh, when you were younger, uh, it's it's definitely like a love song to that. I think they did a great job uh, remaking it, but not just remaking it, but improving it in, in some areas. Maybe not make improving it in other areas. But uh, like Dave said at the beginning, I think that the faults in this game they're there, um, but it's still just a great game. I'll happily give it a four out of five. I think the only thing that would keep you know keeps me from giving it a five is just that it you know it, it, it is a remake and it's not an original you know like new adventure but i mean that's even that's kind of a silly thing to dock it for i don't really 
hold that against it. So uh, maybe the motion controls, I'll say, it keeps it from being a five out of five for me. But um, yeah, I'm with I'm with Tony. I totally plan to finish this game, and uh, it, you know, I think it's a good thing, a good game to hold us over on the Switch until we mm-hmm. get a proper Pokemon title down the road. So I'd definitely rather have this than nothing at all. So I'm I'm totally happy with it. Yeah, I'll just I'll echo a lot of what you said, but I do think the things that I had that I found wrong with it, and I guess maybe made me a little bit more unhappy. I've got over it, but I'm still playing it a lot. My general feeling after just sort of playing the whole thing is like I feel like everything, the vast majority of what I love about this game is from other sources. There's a lot of nostalgia for the anime, a lot of nostalgia for the original games, and it really, to me, feels like they just smashed Pokemon Go with the anime with Red and Blue. And it's hard for me to say what was introduced in this game, in this game alone, that is really, really good. And most of it's all from those other sources. So I guess it's, it's a good, it's a really fun um, for what it is, and it's a good tide over for a real Pokemon game, but I have a hard time giving it a good score, especially with how frustrating the controls are right now. So it's really weird for me to rate it because I feel like this is a game you're going to get and you're going to play a ton and I'm going to enjoy it. And I've had a really good time enjoying it, but just because the flaws for me are just so easily fixable, I think I have to give it a three out of five unless they patch it. If they patch it, it'll be four out of five for me. But for right now, until well, the controls are the way they are. I think I have to do three out of five. Savage, yeah. Savage, David Jones. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for joining us. Uh, if you're out there and you're a Pokemon fan, give it a shot. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Thank you for joining us in this episode of Switch Talk. And I'm pretty sure we're gonna catch you with the uh, next Fever Smash. I'm pretty Uh-oh. sure Smash is right around the corner. I hear a three out of five coming. Three out of five. We'll see you next time. See you. Yeah, have a good one.